Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the 808 Podcast, podcast where I interview CEOs, business owners, and whoever else I feel like. It is four questions in eight minutes and eight seconds because 808 looks like Bob. And here we go. Question number one, a few sentences. Tell me who you are and what do you do? My name is Emma Powell. I live in Salt Lake City. We've been here about three years. Uh, when we moved here, I lost my business because it was uh, on location in Austin, Texas and had to kind of redesign my life. My husband had been laid off from his tech company. And I spent a couple months just a little bit lost trying to figure out what I was going to do. And we had some cash from a house that we had uh, remodeled in Texas. And so we decided to become real estate investors, landlords. And so I immediately jumped into all the local real estate networks and quickly identified that I wanted to be involved in commercial real estate and started learning about how to do that. So along the way, I picked up a couple of smaller uh, rentals just for the experience and to make some cash. So I had more money to invest in commercial real estate. Uh, But that's what I've been doing the last uh, three years and the last year or so has really been a massive uh, jump from residential into commercial. Love it. And a question number two, what advice do you want to share? Go. Um, People often ask me how they can either skip residential and get involved in commercial real estate or if they're already in residential, how they make that transition. And so I always kind of separate them into some buckets and ask them a couple of questions to self-identify. How much experience do you have and how much cash do you have to invest? So it can go all the way from I have no experience and I have no cash all the way up to I have a lot of cash and a lot of experience. And so how to kind of repurpose that experience over into multifamily commercial. And so it's the two um, in the middle that tend to uh, get people a little confused because they might have some money with no experience. And so to get started in that, you might want to look into getting started as either a limited partner in somebody else's deal. That's where you put money in just like you're buying a stock in the company, very similar to that. And there's no control, no decision-making, and you just get to watch. You get to go along for the ride, do that a couple of times and learn. Usually the minimum investment is about 50,000. If you have um, less than that, you might get started on a smaller deal as an earnest money partner, or look for a group of limited partners who have a a minimum of say 25,000, somewhere in that uh, range. But you can start doing earnest money in the 25 to $50,000 range. If you have more than 50,000 you wanna invest, you have to decide how many deals do I wanna diversify this across? How many asset classes, how many operators, how many deals? and kind of just divide what you have into some buckets. So if you wanna buy into a general partnership, we usually recommend about 500,000 to buy into that. Uh, Don't put all your money in one bucket unless you're a massive risk taker or you can handle that emotionally. Um, And then I would say earnest money, like I said, between 50 and maybe 150, get with the operators early on before they find a deal so that you can get your non-disclosure signed. And when they do get a deal, they can send it to you immediately and you can commit to being the earnest money partner. You can either leave it in the deal long-term or you can have it refunded to you at closing. So there's a little bit more risk uh, going that way. So it really just depends on what you're more comfortable with. Um, If you have a lot of experience and no money, then uh, maybe you're a house flipper and you always are putting your money into other deals and you just never have any cash. I would focus on finding deals and Mm -hmm. being able to raise money for those deals. And so learning how to underwrite the deal, learning how to vet out the um, team members and getting really good at at actually going and sponsoring a deal and putting the team together. So that's the route that I took. I invested all my cash with other investors. And then when I ran out of money, I decided to become an active investor and sponsor deals myself. Well, let me ask you this. When it comes to looking for an investor, you know, someone to go through there, are there any things that if an investor says this, you're like, that has a massive red flag, run away. Um, I don't like to work with nervous investors. Um, I don't 
I, I like them to be decisive and excited about the deal. Now we should always be nervous. It's a lot of money and we don't know right. what's going to happen. It could overperform. It could underperform. You're going to have to sign some documents and say, here are all the ways you could lose every dime you put into this. The nice thing about being a limited partner is your only, your liability is only limited to what you invested. You can't be held liable for anything that happened on the property. You can't be held liable for the debt. So it's really a nice way for people to get involved. And so I think red flags for me are people who are too cautious and are going to put in like $25,000 or maybe $50,000 and then call you every day and be like, how's it doing? How's it doing? How's it doing? Right. Um, or maybe they're going to put a lot of money in and it's too much for their comfort zone and they're just going to be very nervous. So make sure what you're putting in, you can emotionally handle and everybody's tolerance for that is different. So I usually just talk to people about how diversified they want to be, how comfortable they are with investing in this. And if they're, feeling comfortable, we help them decide on an amount of money that would help them to keep that anxiety level under control. Perfect. I love that there. Let's get to question number three. So what other top CEOs, business owners, influencers that you know are successful just like you that you want to give a shout out to? Um, I have a lot of people in my social media networks who are really killing it in commercial real estate or multifamily uh, specifically. And so I try to network with those people and partner up with them. And so the people that I'm partnering with right now, I got to say, um, John Stober, he's my partner on my Little Rock deals, financial manager, does a lot of the day-to-day -day management, and he is an underwriting genius, has literally written the book and has a spreadsheet that he has to go along with it. To, and he has been teaching me. I learned how to underwrite, connected with him, said, I don't really like this. Can you help me out? Um, and so he's partnering on a deal and I would partner up with him any day to come in because he really fills in uh, my weaknesses as far as uh, being able to be more detail-oriented and more more um, detail-oriented on the financial, you know, right. the security financial management. So I would say uh, my partners, I always have a financial manager like that on my deals. And uh, so they are my favorites because they really fill in my blanks. Awesome. Awesome. Let's get the question number. Oh, actually, no, that's question number four, the final fun question. Emma, tell me about your first sale. Uh, the first thing I ever sold was a piece of artwork for a button for Cisco Foods. Um, they were doing some sort of an event and they wanted child's artwork. I was 10 years old where they put a bunch of different buttons at this event and he gave me $10 for a sheet of drawings that they could cut out and put in all and make copies and put in all these buttons. And so that was the first thing I ever sold uh, because he had seen some of my digital artwork that the digital artwork I learned how to do when I, we got our first computer, jarring right. floor plans and, mm -hmm. and recreating things. So see, he saw that and asked if I would do this project for him. So at 10 years old, I made $10 selling my first art project. And all these years later, I'm still doing it. I do all of our pitch decks. I have a degree in graphic design and entrepreneurial management. And so it's really just, just gone into this art this art category over into entrepreneurship, which most people, most artists don't go that way. So I've actually been really glad that I had that early experience. Love it. Love it there. So, Hey, Emma, you've got one minute and 11 seconds left promo time. Ask me a question, talk about the weather, whatever you want, go for it. Um, how often, what would you say your percentage of guests are? If you could nail it down that are doing in certain industries, who do you interview the most of? I'd probably say people in the B2B space would be the most. Okay. And I'm trying to explain, I, I'm expanding to a little more on the B2C, like the, the local providers and everything from that point, but that's where it has been for the most. Okay. Who's, who's the most, uh, what are the most interesting conversations that you have? I think my most interesting conversations um, are really, they happen afterwards, but I'll always remember that um, I had a gentleman who told me about to treat your business like a cup of coffee. Coffee requires four things, water, heat, beans, and a cup. Yeah. Now you have coffee, now focus on the cream and sugar.
because too many, especially now in this space, everyone makes things super, super complicated. Okay. Now, no, I really like that. Get your foundations in under control, which is, I guess it kind of goes back to the financial management we're talking about. That's informational and not a strength of mine. And so I usually like to get that foundation under control with the team that I put together. Um, other important team members for me are the people who screen the deals and bring them to me. Yeah. Because oh, actually that is time. The button, ah. just, we just got a beep there. You pulled it off. All Four right. questions in eight minutes and eight seconds. Why is it eight minutes and eight seconds, Emma? Uh, I heard it's because it looks like the name Bob. Exactly. You did it there. Hey, your website, say it real quick. www.highrise.group. In the description, it's magic. Emma, thank you so much for being on. Tip of the hat to you. Hey, thanks so much, Bob. You're welcome. And for everyone else watching or listening, I am legally required to tell you to like, share, comment, subscribe, thumbs up, ring the bell, whatever the heck the social media network tells you to do. You all have a wonderful day. Talk to you later. Bye. This is not finished.